Oh, are you staying here tonight? Yeah. Ah, uh, that is not. Well, I'm not sure. There's no reason to. I probably will. There isn't a bed, so. All right. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who, um, who's the prime minister? Oh, I, I beg your pardon. Margaret Thatcher, oh. Harry Jones, hey, Wilson, Ethan. Granddaughter here with her friends. They seem respectable. And I'll keep an eye, of course. I'll attend to your requirements in the morning. In the meantime, sleep well. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode number 45, and thank you for taking just a little bit of time out of your day, your morning, your afternoon, whether you found this live in 2017 or whether we're some archive footage in the year 3017. Who knows? But whatever year or time or day you're listening to us, we appreciate you taking some time out to listen. So this is Discussing Who, episode number 45, and I want to say hello to Lee Shackelford. Hey, Lee. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? It's grand yeah long time no see you know what it is really nice to be able to say that for the first time ever <laughs> exactly yeah because <laughs> it's been uh as we record this it's been like four days since i saw you i know but yeah i, I know yeah. and speaking of you know seeing someone else again uh welcome back clarence clarence brown hey calanley how you guys doing Outstanding. I'm rested for for for, for a little <laughs> while. Whenever I got home um, Saturday, no Sunday night, I was yeah. tired. Yeah, yeah, I was worn out, and my drive was about half what yours was. So yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, somehow so- somehow my uh, thirty minute nap uh, wound up with me waking up at two a.m. So yeah. <laughs> I guess oh, wow. I was tired as well. <laughs> yeah, well, see, I can I can take, you know, I navigated, so, you know, I didn't actually have to do the driving like some other people. So my, I think, what turned into about an hour and a half nap, I can, you know, kind of say, okay, well, at least I wasn't the one driving six hours. So that I think, Clarence, I think that's understandable. <laughs> okay, okay. So so you, you had Clarence doing the driving as well. <laughs> exactly. But, 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 but I, I get the... But I was navigating Gleary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for any of you who are wondering what Gleary is, uh, listen to our next episode, episode 46, and just use that as a little bit of enticement to <laughs> listen to 46, and you'll find out what Gleary is. Gleary. So if you wonder what we're talking about, and if you've just coming in, and this is the first episode of Discussing Who that you've ever listened to, uh, welcome. Glad you decided to pick up and give us a try. But we have been talking about probably in the last four or five episodes, we've been talking about Hulanta, which was this past weekend, 2017, May 5, 6, and 7 in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, this was the first meeting that Clarence and I had with Lee, and so all three of us were in the same room with Colin Baker and Nicola Bryant, which to me was the highlight of, other than, you know, meeting you, of course, Lee, but was the highlight <laughs> of the weekend. What do you guys yeah, they, think? I, I've been around both of them before, and I, I knew we were in for a, a show with them. They're, they're just, they're fun individually, and especially when they're together, so, and terrific. And, you know, Camille Kadori, she was absolutely <laughs> freaking hilarious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and one final shout out that I've got to do before we move on to what we're talking about tonight. You know, Jamie Matheson, who is just by chance writing or has written, not writing, he's already written this coming episode that we're about to watch this coming weekend, which will be episode five, Oxygen, was obviously very sick. Um, on Saturday 
and he not only did his morning, but he also did the photos, and he also did another session uh, in the afternoon. So, you know, considering the fact, yes, he was sick, the fact that he went ahead and did all of that with a smile on his face and was, you know, the first session that we were in on with you, Lee, I thought he did a bang-up fantastic job. Yeah, absolutely. He 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 seemed he seemed very sharp to be somebody who was so ill. Yes. So so kudos to him. So yeah. um so good. Well, you know, let's look for 2018. I think it's pretty much mutual agreement that we all want to go back and see who's coming <laughs> in 2018. So keeping our proverbial time lord fingers crossed, <laughs> we'll see what happens. So Let's just pray for Jenna Coleman. Ah, yeah. You then, you know, your life would be complete. <laughs> Uh, she she's now that she's one of the hardest working actors in Britain. I I'm gonna say no way, but you know, um, stranger things have happened. So yeah, one yeah, dream. yeah, exactly. Why not? Let's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you have her in pixel format, Clarence. Oh yeah, with our pixel who art. Yes, you want you want to tell because I don't think you ever got a chance to tell Lee about that. Uh, Do you want to tell him what I kept doing to you over the weekend? Yeah, so there's a uh, Pixel Who art is sort of like the, just think of 8-bit um, Doctor Who characters. So, yeah, there's a picture of uh, Jenna Coleman and Capaldi in the TARDIS, and Cal just refuses to acknowledge uh, a one Clara in the TARDIS. So, you know. <laughs> I forgot about her. <laughs> what? Sure. I, I forgot about her. I mean, isn't that the, it wasn't that how, you know, I couldn't remember who, who that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She she was on the trip with Pete. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All I'm right. Back to ice again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so anything else going on, guys? Not really, no. Yeah, nothing at all. Just glad to be We're back. Still trying to, yeah. All right, well, this morning, Clarence, I messaged you uh, to and told you that I had something to tell you tonight, and I, I, I uh, purposely waited to... Um, all right, well, let me backtrack real quick on yeah, what I'm about, saying. About your, about your dentist trip. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. This morning. Yeah. So, so Clarence said something this weekend that was quite profound of something that I didn't ever actually think about. Um, and, and I've noticed um, him doing this when, when an episode's come out or we've watched something, and I never got it. And then after he said what he said this weekend, it was like, ding, 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 ding. I finally got it, which was... He purposely avoids talking about whatever that subject might be, like this episode or or whatever, so that it's more organic when you know you record. And it said, I think that was something that you and your brother had picked up for Techpedition, right? Yes, that's correct. All right. So I found myself using that technique this morning because I was so interested to like tell somebody about the dentist appointment. <laughs> it was like, okay, I'm just going to message and say, re- remind us to talk about this tonight. So th- is this Doctor Who related? No. But is it <laughs> tech related? Yes. And I can actually tie it into sort of Cybermen-ish because I think my dentist has been upgraded. And let me tell you how. So I go in this morning and I am going in to have three cavities filled and let me say i do not like going to the dentist i need the gas no matter if they're you know putting in uh well the only thing i can do at a dentist i'll just say it like this is have my teeth cleaned without having the gas so i go in this morning and the first thing you know the 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 dental aid or whatever you you know you know call the person that's assisting (laughs) the dentist says hey um we want to we want to know if you want to try something. And I'm like, okay. And she said, we have a laser and we can use that instead of doing, you know, the old school drills. And she was like, would you be interested in doing that? And I was like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) And she was, she said, so you, so we won't use any, you know, we won't have to deaden it, you know, and it's, you know, uh, the ones that have had it done so far are, um, you know, they, they like it. They say on a scale of one to 10, uh, two is the highest someone's rated it as pain. I'm wow. like, well, okay. Those that survived. Those that yeah, exactly. failed. Oh, okay. So um, the, the only question I really have for her is, well, and I, and I said it just like this. I said, 
can I still have the gas? And she was like, sure, absolutely. <laughs> you just want the gas. I just want the gas. Let's, let's just be honest. <laughs> so, so speaking of gas, the gas, and, and this is yeah. this is how I'm turning tying this into Doctor Who, because I actually mentioned this on Podshock one time that I had been to the dentist before that I did this, and I seemingly do this um, every time I go to the dentist. So, you know, you're getting the gas, and you're getting that, you know, first feel of the gas the so in celebration or in thought or in whatever of hulanta the time vortex that my brain was going through was the colin baker uh time vortex of the intro so just fyi there so 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 they come back in so they start doing the uh drill and I, i got to tell you guys i did not you know feel it felt like you were just hitting the tooth or whatever with some really 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 cold water and other than that i after it was over it was like okay we're finished and i took a tylenol about four o'clock and i haven't felt you know anything other than needing to like i said uh take a tylenol about four i mean i got up out of there no numb mouth or whatever i had been lasered inside my brain and i just kept going (laughs) So that so that's my uh, tech story. Cybermanish. I've been upgraded. Uh, Doctor Who. Uh, you know, vortex while you're getting uh, dentist gas. So, woohoo! Yeah, and, and the gas was just a bonus. And the gas was a bonus. <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right. So that was my story. That was what I wanted to tell you. So, um, Clarence, before I uh, I get to ask Lee about. Um, his thoughts because he's not been with us on smile and thin ice. Uh, we're going to be doing something. Actually, I realize not this weekend, but next weekend in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. You want to tell everybody about that? Uh, yeah, we'll be attending the Southern geek fest down there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I think it's their second. Second um, one. Yep. Yeah. Second annual uh, convention down there. And I were actually supposed to be doing a panel. Um, so that should be interesting. Um, you know, it'll be our first time doing it. It should be a lot of fun. And we may, since we won't have lead there, we may have to bring in a few of our friends uh, like Angie, maybe, and maybe even Mark to uh, participate. Good deal. Yep. I'm kind of excited because, you know, uh, kudos to anybody that did panels uh, at the uh, convention this week. But I will say this, if it taught me anything from going to this um convention the three of us we could definitely do panels agreed Agreed. all right so before i get to talking to lee about his thoughts on smile and thin ice just want to give a spoiler warning and just let everyone know that from henceforth if you've not seen the first you know few episodes of this season of Doctor Who, chances are there are things that we're going to discuss that will be considered spoilers. So again, spoiler warning and consider yourself warned. Spoilers. 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 So Lee, smile and thin eyes. What were your thoughts? All at once, huh? All at once. Um, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we talked about Smile, but that was on Podshock. Well, I, I, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I am thoroughly enjoying this series so far, and I, I just listened to the most recent, uh, I guess it was uh, uh, Discussing Who 44, and um, um, as always happens, I just, you know, I, I just sort of talked back to my 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 podcast device and saying, yeah, yeah, Clarence. Yeah. Yeah. You tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just always on Clarence's side, but oh, I, um, yeah, I figured that out. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you got it. You, you guys <laughs> gang up on me all the time. I get it. <laughs> but, but no, you're, but you're with us on this one is, it's just about how much we love Bill, how much we're loving Pearl Mackey. Oh yes. Uh, that character and, and the performer. And just, um, I, I am, I, I'm, j- I'm just blown away by her, and um, I, I think I'm, I'm paraphrasing correctly. Clarence was saying it's going to be well. No, actually, Kyle, you may have said this in '44 that it, it, it's going to if she is a one season companion, we're, we're yeah. going to light light torches and carry pitchforks and storm the BBC <laughs> because 
Yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, we, we need, we need, we need more bill anyway. So, you know, that's, that's my main thing about smile was just how much, um, and the pilot for that matter, just how much, um, I'm enjoying her as a character and, uh, Pearl Mackey as a performer. So very, very much. Um, the thing about thin ice that I said, I wanted to, uh, um, I wanted to call your, um, your comments line and uh, leave a comment about, um, <laughs> was it, uh, Clarence was talking about the issue of race and thin ice. And that led the two of you talking about this. And, um, and, and, uh, Kyle got into a, um, an extremely rare, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, error of fact. Okay. About, go for it. <laughs> uh, about Martha. Um, the, it, you're right about what she, what she said, but it's a different episode. Uh, it's in Shakespeare code where she says to the doctor, uh, I've got the lines in front of me here. Am I all right? I'm not going to get carted off as a slave or anything. And the doctor's response is, why ever would you think that? <laughs> so <laughs> ah, this is okay. the same thing we saw in thin ice. He doesn't get it. And I think yeah. you're right that he's just not thinking that way. Um, but anyway, she says, well, not exactly white in case you hadn't noticed. And this was an important moment for me. And this is really why I wanted to bring it up because this, this, this is one of those things that, that my wife is studying and writing about. This was a thing in a fantasy TV show that had a profound effect on my real life. Because the doctor's response to her was, well, I'm not exactly human. You know, she says, I'm not exactly white. He says, well, I'm not exactly human. Just walk around like you own the place. Always works for me. Wow. Wow. And what he's saying is that it's, it's attitude. That if you walk in here like you own the place, nobody's going to look at her and say, look at the black woman. They're, what people are going to say is, I wonder if I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah, that is and, really profound. Yes, it is. It really and then, and and I realized that I that for a lot of reasons we can get into my my psychotherapy on another show, but um, <laughs> that I, I have I have spent a lot of my life walking around kind of apologizing for being there, and I realized this depiction of the tenth Doctor he's right. If you come into the room like you own the joint, people respond to that, and you know it doesn't. You don't have to be arrogant. You don't, it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk. It just means that you you feel like you've got as much right there to be as as much right to be there as anybody. And that's what he's saying to Martha. Let's, this is how we're going to play it. You've got as much right to be here as anybody. You and I both know that. So that's what we're going to do. Um, and in uh, human nature and family of blood, which was the episode you were remembering that conversation as being, uh, and she has to take on the job of being basically a scullery maid. It's, um, and I can't remember the character's name now, too, but the, the guy who gets turned into a scarecrow at the end, spoiler, um, he's the one who I think has got the most hateful racial comment of, of, the, of New Who, of asking her how she can tell the difference when her hands are dirty or when they're clean. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she just, you know, Martha being Martha and being in the situation she's in, she could challenge him. She could take this guy's head off, but she just keeps doing her job. Hmm. And so I, 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 I just wanted to draw the line between those things and, and thin ice. No, I'm glad you did. I, I was so intrigued by how many people, and we, we actually got to talk about this at the con a little bit, that the, the social media response to thin ice that I saw was all people posting the gif of the doctor punching <laughs> in the face <laughs> because i think so many of us you know if it's been a long time since we've stood up out of our chairs going yes <laughs> at a moment like that. <laughs> and, and 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 the way i was remembering it from from um discussing who 44 is that clarence was saying that what sudcliffe said to um to bill was is just the most hateful thing possible and i thought no actually we've heard worse he just he says that she shouldn't be there in the presence of her betters. So it's not even so much about race as it is about class. True. But still, well, I mean, to a certain degree. But in any case, it, it was just a reminder, isn't this wonderful? If you think about the, the long history of Doctor Who, and, and maybe somebody can, can, can um, argue with me about this, and I'd actually love to hear a contradictory point of view, but it seems to me 
like if there's one thread that has gone through this show since 1963, it is that there's a lot that the doctor will put up with. But judging people for race or socioeconomic status is simply out of bounds. So I, I have a, qu- a classic coup question for you guys. Of course, in the, the new who, um, we see a lot of progressive things, uh, race, um, sexual orientation uh, challenged in the series. What about classic who? Is there much at, or at all or any of that going on? That's well, that's really what I'm groping for here is that that's always the impression that I've had. But I'm not sure I can point to a specific thing and say, you know, yeah, we've always been doing this. Maybe maybe I've brought maybe I've brought my own convictions about that to the show as a viewer. But it seems to me like this has been a principle that has always been a part of the doctor's character and a part of the editorial voice of the show. But but I could be wrong. No, I think you're right, and you know I don't mean to intentionally plug sh- uh, Podshot, but I do remember that, that, and Lee, I think we were both on this episode. We had an episode sometime, I think it was at the first of last year, where we actually talked about diversity in Doctor Who, and, I, and we went back, you know, all the way back there. But I do, you know, not to harp on Sarah Jane, but the the concept in the early 70s of Sarah Jane and the way she was portrayed she was you know th- this is during the feminist movement and you know in the states and i'm assuming you know over in the uk and she's not the um you know the 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 damsel in distress yes she right. did get right. uh you know attacked and she did get the doctor had to rescue her but she was a character unto herself and you go even back to uh zoe who was uh touted as being more intelligent as than the doctor Uh so um yeah and all of these people are white um and and so so there's always that i mean the doctor's right history is a whitewash (laughs) You know, <laughs> sure. our, our, our depiction of, of the past, you know, is um, is very, very um, vanilla. Um, and, and that's one of the things I, I enjoyed about Thin Ice, I guess, as part of the larger conversation is that I as a student of history. Yeah, that's that's a that's something that I think about a lot, that if you if you took a lot of people from white America and into into the TARDIS and took them to, say, first century Palestine um, <laughs> just to pick a random example, they would be surprised at what all these people look like. And speaking uh, of that random example, uh, I am yeah. kind of shocked that we didn't have, you know, left, right, and center people coming out of the woodwork. No one made reference to his reference of, you know, the first century Palestine uh, reference, and I'll just leave it at that. But no one, you know, really got all up in arms because – when you boil that all down to it, that is true. Yeah, that's it. I think it's just an, an inescapable fact. fact. But, yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, um, um, no, I just saw a print uh, just today uh, in somebody's house, uh, their picture of Jesus praying hands, and he's got blue eyes and blonde hair. <laughs> you know, I, I say, that's Jesus for you. That's awesome. But um, I got to tell you, <laughs> highly unlikely. <laughs> exactly. So, so I but, take um, it that you like those two episodes. I, I am having such a great time with this season. I'm just, um, uh, I, I've got very few quibbles. I, I, um, uh, well, I'm, I'm also listening to the Podshock review of, uh, of Thin Ice. And, um, and uh, on that show, you and the others were talking about um, the, uh, the diving suits, which are a little dodgy. They just happen to be there. When the doctor uses his by himself, he doesn't seem to need an air supply in there. Yeah. Well, that's a new, um, <laughs> what? Right. Uh, you know, and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, they're, these are quibbles. Um, just so, so far, we're doing such a, a, an exciting job to me of pretending like the show has just begun. And that we're going to learn, we're going to learn how everything works along with Bill. And, 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 as somebody who's known, you know, all of these things for, for decades now, it's every one of them is coming to me as a surprise and, and not to skip ahead too far, but in knock, knock, I realized for the first time, 
we've never said Time Lord or Regenerate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And he, and he, after the whole Time Lord thing, he says, that's enough for now. <laughs> right. Know? Yes. So, yes. So let, let's, let's get to the regeneration thing a little later, if you don't mind. So, um, and uh, just the quality of writing and performance and uh, production overall, it's just, it, it's just thrilling. It's, um, I'm having such a great time. All right. So, so are we ready to knock, knock? <laughs> let's do it. it. Oh, it's, it's only two or three times. Yes. All right. Good deal. <laughs> good deal. All right. So, you know, we do know knock, knock is the fourth episode and of what is called the 10th series of Dr. Who. And uh, it was originally broadcast on May the 6th, 2017. So we see, you know, uh, Bill actually packing up and moving in uh, to this house uh, with this landlord. So, uh, Clarence, what were your initial thoughts of Knock Knock? Uh, yeah, my, well, first off, just the, the name of the episode. Um, of course, the opening scenes we see knocking on a door. So are we talking about that knock? Are we talking about the knocking with the pitchfork on the wood? Or are we talking about the knocking on the vault? So it kind of could have yes. multiple mean, meanings in this episode. Um, but but my initial thoughts, um, just, just off first viewing, is I have to say uh, this is my least favorite of the episodes of, from this season. Um. It, to me, it just it just wasn't exciting. You know, it was interesting. <laughs> um, we had um, the doctor popping up in places where <laughs> he probably shouldn't shouldn't have been. Uh, it was just kind of creepy, uh, as well as the landlord popping up. So I don't know which is creepier. Take your pick, the landlord or the doctor just popping up around the places. Uh, but overall, I really. I didn't enjoy this episode as much. I know we're going to get into it, but that's just my first thoughts. Okay, Lee, your first thoughts. Um, as always, you know, you don't need me on this show at all. Just, just because I'm going to say whatever Clarence says. You know, <laughs> <It> just. <laughs> but yeah, I, I felt the same way. If there's if there's been a um, a, a downward tick, it's, it's been this episode. Love David Suchet, of course, and uh, and always have. And I just thought he was he was fabulous in this episode. Um, but yeah, it was uh, the, one of the characters made a quick uh, reference to uh, this being the Scooby Doo house, and I thought <laughs> that's a little on the nose because I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> this is playing a lot like, a, like an episode of Scooby Doo, where are you and um, um. And a and a tremendous revulsion for bugs, um, so it's not it's this is not what I'll be watching. Yeah, same I've here. I, all I can take yeah. this one. <laughs> I don't do well with bugs either. That just oh the yeah the whole creepy crawly thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but as a story about the doctor and Bill, you know, getting back to that, uh, fascinating, fascinating, and 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 her immediate bluff to try to explain him to her her new friends or the her acquaintances. Oh yeah. Is he, that's that's her grandfather, so that pulls a heartstring for a lot of us, and um, and, and he tries to correct her. He says, "Well, father, really, right. that old Emma. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, yeah, <laughs> yeah, grandfather." So, you know, but, uh, I found so, it quite. Yeah, oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, what are your thoughts? Oh, um, you, you know, I'll piggyback off of what you just said. Not only. Did she call him granddad? I, and I know this was purposely a throwback, but just so eerie, but also refreshing and also kind of cool to hear her say grandfather. <laughs> you know, that was just like, OK, that's kind of really, really cool. Um, you know, I, I don't like the bug things, I, you know, that 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 the bugs coming out of the wall just totally, you know, made my skin crawl. So, um, you know, I'll agree with what you guys said. So let's just, you know, uh, repeat, repeat, repeat. This, <laughs> this, this one was the one that I think will be my least favorite. But one of my favorite moments of this um, episode was when at the beginning they're having that conversation. They're having that regeneration uh, talk. 
And for the first time ever in watching Doctor Who, it actually made me think of, wow, we know about regeneration, we being the audience. But this is, you know, someone being told about regeneration. And I know, you know, other companions have been told and they've talked about the change and the looks and all that good stuff. But for some reason, this was the first time it ever hit me that, oh, wow, they're actually talking about, he's telling her about regeneration. And, and I don't know why it seemed profound to me, yeah. but it did. Well, I think also in that scene, there was an intentional pause by the doctor right after, you know, she asked him the question about what is regeneration. And uh, he kind of just paused for a second and then then goes on about his business. But uh, I think especially for us knowing what is to come, uh, it, it was meant to be a bit of a moment. And what kind of moment, guys? I mean, curious, what kind of moment is was it? I mean, I just think it was a moment to reflect on Capaldi and, you know, I mean, just what what the regeneration is, him not being here for too much longer is, is kind of how I felt about it. All right, Lee, um, what did you th- I mean, I'm sorry. Keep going, Clarence. No, no, I'm, I'm not. All right. What, what, what did you think, Lee? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It, it, it's and I'm trying to think about how this would have fallen out when they were filming this episode. I mean, was there a conscious effort? on production team to say, okay, by the time this episode airs, everybody will know that, that Peter's leaving the show. Yeah. So let's make this a moment where for an instant, it looks like he doesn't know whether or not he should tell her that he, yeah, it, we're going to play the game that he knows too. Cause we all know. Right. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but that's the impression I got was it is like, <laughs> he, he knows too, doesn't he? Yeah. The character on the show knows. I, I don't know. But, um, and and it's like and and now that makes the 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 mission about the vault seem like he's got one last thing to do, yeah, that he's been doing for seventy years. <laughs> well, that's it. He, yeah, if he, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's job security, you know. <laughs> so so I have to ask you guys: did did nobody find it creepy that a uh, random guy uh, sees these kids looking for a place to stay and just happens to be walking by? Oh, I have a place, and it's like the creepiest looking guy ever. You know, I, I know you guys have a have a pass with this this uh, particular actor. He was on some other yeah. show that you guys used mm-hmm. to watch. What is that what show? Is, uh, Herc, uh, he, Herc, yeah, go ahead. You say it yeah, better he, than I he do. Was, he he was Hercule Poirot on on uh, for the BBC for years and years. Yeah, he's 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 like now the definitive screen uh, incarnation of that uh, famous detective. But um, ah, okay. So. Um, yeah, so uh, we've always known him with a French accent and with his uh, mustaches. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but he but he's he's a uh, one of Britain's fine actors, and you and you know if you uh, look at IMDb, you'll see he's done a million other things. <laughs> but uh, but but you're you're still right. I mean, it's still I, I've been in their situation of out looking for a place to live. You know, in a city where you're going to have to settle. <laughs> you know, yeah. just get used to it. You're going to have to settle, and and you know I I have come away from from deals where i just wrote somebody a big check and i don't have my keys yet and thought wait a minute that guy could have just walked off my, you know <laughs> you, you you do do things like that you do and it doesn't mean you should but yeah you know my my heart was kind of with him i thought guys you guys are being stupid no stupider than i've been sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but yeah yeah, well, you it just is, took is. out my next <laughs> comment, which was I was going to say, well, well, Clarence, to you know, respond in the other direction, no matter how creepy he was, I was going to say, how realistic is it that they just rushed to go sign the uh, paperwork? But Lee just answered that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. When you're in their fix, you you kind of got to do what you got to do, but um, yeah, but, doesn't but make you good. But, you know, um, it's still something should have gone off on their radar that they leave out of this little miniature looking house that they uh, looked at renting. And then all of a sudden, here comes this person out of the blue who's going to rent them this castle looking house. So um, speaking of that castle house, (laughs) does it look familiar? No, no, that's um, 
This is a location we should recognize. Okay, well, I didn't recognize it, but thanks to the marvel that is Wikipedia, uh, that particular house was used, certain parts of, and the exterior, I believe, was used in the episode Blink. You know, the famous first appearance of the Weeping Angels. Yes, it's the Blink house. Wow. So I found that, yeah, quite interesting. It's funny that um, uh, if you watch as much um, British TV as uh, <laughs> as I think we do, um, yeah, if you're paying attention, you'll see a lot of the same houses over and over again. And uh, uh, that was especially true on Classic Who. There was, there was one house that um, famously uh, belonged to Mick Jagger, but uh, he wasn't there. So um, <laughs> uh, he had some kind of handshake agreement with the BBC, and so they shot everything in and around that house, including several episodes of Doctor Who. So, uh, yeah, sometimes you'll see people walking up to the door, and you go, oh, this house again. <laughs> sometimes it's kind of obvious, but, yeah, anyway. It, do, do you guys think that we're starting to see Bill have um... – I dare not compare her to Clara, but it seems like she's starting to have a, a instant um, skepticism about situations that she's put in. You know, she's back in her normal life, and it seems like she's still having um, these moments of thinking something could be wrong. And we even see her at one point, like, take the lead when the guys in the house don't want to go see what the noise is in the other room. So, um Seems like she start the the doctor is starting to rub off on her, uh, as it were. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I yeah, kind, I, I kind of yeah. do. What do you think, Lee? Yeah, I do. Um, and I I don't know if that's if that's a deliberate progression that we're going to see over the rest of the series, or uh, or if it's or if it's coincidence. You know. But, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah, I, I, I kind of agree that. Um, she does, but I think on some level she's being resistant of it. And, I, and what I mean by that is, you know, she keeps telling the doctor, you know, go home, go to the car, go sleep in the car, yeah. you know, get, you know, get out of here. This is <laughs> this is my life. You know, this is this is the part of my life that you're not in. Go, you yeah. know, go, you know, go yeah. away. And think about how much we've seen her enjoying the, the the adventures she's been on so far that that must mean that this private part of her life is I mean think how important that makes this private part of her life that she's telling him to get yeah. lost yeah um, and, and, yeah I thought that was very interesting yeah it doesn't work but yeah <laughs> but but I think you're right don't we remember Clara kind of doing the same thing and saying no no this is a line here I I teach these classes at this school and you don't so you know yeah uh, I don't know. Hmm. So, so Clarence, I'm going to throw to see that. What happens. No, yeah. go ahead. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. True, absolutely. All right, so Clarence, I'm going to throw that question back at you. What do you think? I mean, I, I agree. I think we may be starting to see hints of it, but um, who knows how far that will go? Maybe it's just in this particular situation. But uh, yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see where she is by the end of the season. Uh, has she tried to take up the mantle and become, you know, this this time lord like human <laughs> doing these miraculous things or is she just still along for the ride? True. And I want to mention something or answer a question that one of you had just a few minutes ago as to when this particular episode was uh, shot. It was actually the in the uh, production block for the 10th series that took place on the 18th of July, 2016, and filming began on the 1st of August, 2016, starting wow. with the third episode of the series, Thin Ice, and then it was this episode. Interestingly enough, this episode was originally titled The Haunted Hub. Hmm. The Haunted Hub, H-U-B? Hub, yes, H-U-B. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what does hub play into that equation? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. yeah. it, it may have been an entirely different place they were, were it may have been an entirely different setting True. Yeah. than True. Uh, what we ended up with. But yeah, that sounds like that was early enough that maybe that would have been before uh, Capaldi had even made his decision. True. Yeah. So I wonder. Anyway. 
And, um, you know, one thing that I noticed, and I read that they actually cut this uh, either from the script or either from they recorded it and it didn't make the final cut. Uh, the friend of hers um, named Harry was uh, supposed to be revealed as the grandson of Harry Sullivan, you know, and oh, which I think right. would have been cool. Yeah. That's right. I I had read that too, and and I and I forgot all about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless there was a purpose for it, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it. And maybe that's sure why they, they cut, cut it. Maybe it didn't. Have yeah, a purpose. it turned out to be meaningless. <laughs> like, yeah, but yes. Yeah, sp- speaking of the the cast of characters, what do you guys think about uh, her friends um, or the friends that she got introduced to by one her other friend? <laughs> um, I thought they were really. Most of them were really fun. Uh, I think the guys were really, really cool. And um, I think they kind of gelled together. Uh, reminded me a lot of class in a way. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, and, and it just hit me. This would have been, a, this would have been fun if uh, this was a crossover. And that, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. That would have been. Take, <laughs> if that had been them that she was yeah, finding herself with. Of course, she has no idea what's going on with them. You know, that, that <laughs> but, um, yeah. You know, I like the fact that uh, because I didn't get it at first, but the but her friend Shireen, the one that was the last one to be woodicized or bugicized or whatever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. she mentions her in the dialogue in the pilot because she was saying something. I was telling my friend Shireen, blah 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 blah, and now you you actually get to meet Shireen, which That's uh, good catch. So I was like, okay, cool. You actually, you know paid paid attention in that part to link those two together and that I thought that was cool. Good catch. Yeah, and and then the uh ultra tall guy like hitting on her. I thought that was pretty funny as well. Especially when he said, "Oh, well, if that's the case, so it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to do with, with me and so therefore, okay, cool." <laughs> yes, and for, for all of us who've been there, we appreciated that moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not about me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you guys what what did you think of the story overall? And what I mean by not necessarily you know what happened, but the strength of the story compared to the other three. And Clarence, I'll let you take this first, but do you think, and I know we kind of hinted and hit on this, but do you think as far as story wise, do you think it held up as strong or more strong or equally as strong or less strong or whatever to the others that we've seen this season? I think I kind of said what I wanted to about it. it. There wasn't a whole lot going on just to be completely honest. Um, I thought the enemies, um, how they were played in the story, I thought that was interesting, but at the same time, um, I didn't feel like it was enough to keep me, um, attached for the entire episode because we got so little of them, I guess, cause it is CG and there's a lot of work to be done on that end when they have it in the episode. Uh, I don't know. It, it ramped up for like maybe a 10 minute span toward the end where we saw a lot of them and also the do- the mother, excuse me, um, in the episode. So I don't know. I, I As far as the story, I think it's at the bottom of the list um, of, of this season. I just didn't enjoy the story that much. OK, Lee, what do you think? Yes, yeah, same here. I, um, as I said before, I, I, I kind of wish that nobody had made the reference about Scooby Doo because I was already thinking that this seemed uh, <laughs> unfortunately like uh, a Scooby Doo. Um, not to take anything away from Scooby Doo. <laughs> but Scooby Doo, um, where are you? Exactly. But um, but but it was a lot of. Um, um, uh, things sort of jumping out at you and, you know, we can't, we can't open the door from this side. And, and a lot of that stuff that we've all seen a hundred million times. And, um, I, I think a lot, a lot of, um, Dr. Who from the very beginning has been prey to this, to, to, to trying to, to use sort of our standard horror memes, um, because they work and because they make sense. Um, 
in story logic, but um, but forgetting that the audience has seen this many, many times. And it, it's really, really hard for us now as 21st century uh, TV viewers to be um, – f- for that to hold our attention long anymore, I, I think. That's what I think anyway. But I, I, I did think that the, the tragedy at the root of all this – um, but, you know, when the day is done, this is just about this, this son trying to hold on to his mother. True. Um, yeah. That's very human and very real. And, and I, 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 um, I thought that was very touching. But it is almost like a grace note. It's, it's at the end of, yes. of all of the, you know, so I, I guess now that I think about it, Clarence, that's, that's really what you were saying before. If somehow we could have had more of that. And and less of the, the the running down the dark halls and uh, saying what's that noise? Um, okay. I don't know. All right. But so, uh, speaking about the about the the mother child uh, relationship, though, this uh, sort of takes us back to the thing we were saying before about um, um, the the first doctor and Susan. Um, and uh, I appeal to Kyle as the uh, as the keeper of quotes. Um, but do you remember the, the 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 landlord? He he said something about. Um, you know, it's it's just what you do. If you've made a if you've made a promise to a family member, then then you keep it, don't you? Oh, I didn't get that. Now I've got to go back and watch it. And and, and that's and another watch hand. the doctor's face when he says it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So and I, and I don't know if I'm again if I'm if this is what I'm bringing to the show or if this is what's <laughs> actually in the show. But of course, I'm I'm seeing the first doctor and Susan all over the place. But doggone it, there's a picture of Susan on his desk now. I mean, exactly. So. Yeah, anyway. And front and center, not just, not obscure, front and center. She's on his mind, yes. And he's already told her to shut up once. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> All right, so, let me, so, so yeah. let me throw this out at you guys. So mm. while, we, while we were talking, and, 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 and to make this work, I think I would want to call it not knock-knock. I think I would, I would, if I were to do this, I would change it back to the Haunted Hub because it works a little bit better. One of my problems with the entire, uh, entire um, story was the little boy just happens to go out in the garden. He happens to find these three round rocks or whatever you want, marbles or rocks or whatever yeah. you want to call them. And that just happened to have space creatures or some kind of creatures in them that transforms <laughs> his mother. So tell me if what you guys think if uh, about the story or if this would have helped the story or if it wouldn't. You know, if it doesn't, you know, no problem. But tell me what you think of this. <laughs> Instead of the little boy finding the things with the insects in it, the little boy is outside playing he does find some kind of rock which we find out is a meteorite or something similar to what the um the ghost got in um the return of dr mysterio and he leaves it with his mother he's like look you know mom i found you something whose mother's sick but this meteor this rock or this gem or whatever it instead it heals her but bonds her somehow to the house still makes her the wooden creature but he's basically feeding the house to keep his mother alive every tw- ever, ever excuse me every 20 years so you don't have the bugs but you have the house kind of attacking people and he's still trying to keep the mother alive but it just kind of makes it a little bit more tragic, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Um, what do you think? I mean, I think it almost would have played better if maybe the the alien bugs maybe were some type of parasite and got into him first. Because it's just kind of hard for me to think that a boy growing up would make a decision every 10 years to kill off about eight hmm. people. Uh, that's a hard leap from boy wants to keep his mother alive to uh, without being without being um, without the bugs having any real effect on him or his thought other than him control finding some miraculous way to control him to me it's a hard leap for him to go from from saving his mother to I'm killing a bunch of people every year even if it's just to keep her alive Lee what do you think how or what would Uh, you have done to change it 
I, I, I think that your, your, your pitch there is so on point that, uh, when, uh, the doctor confronted the landlord and said, you know, you're, you're not who you basically, you, you know, you're not who you pretend to be, are you? I kind of expected him to then dissolve into that cascade of, <laughs> yeah, me too. uh, because, and maybe that's why they didn't go that way because we were expecting it, but it, but it did have a story elegance that would have explained everything. That, that that boy has gone a long time ago. And yeah. what's been walking and talking ever since and uh, luring people into the house is, you know, a, a, a colony of the, the insects. But um, I don't know. I, I guess we've done stories kind of like that before. And maybe they, I don't, I don't know. But. Well, I will say yeah. this. I secretly hoped that, and maybe it was because they called him the landlord. I just had thought and hoped that he would be another um, Time Lord in disguise, maybe the Mad Monk or someone like that. But alas, yeah. that didn't happen. And and the um, we we got a hint there when the doctor asked him who the Prime Minister was. Yes, and the landlord ducked the question. Um, you know, the the doctor's already figured out this is a guy who's whose sense of passing time is different from everybody else's. So that, that raised our hopes a little bit there too, but um, I don't we, know. And we did get a mention of Harriet Jones, prime minister. We did. <laughs> which, which was, which was really, 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 really cool. Um, you know, I don't know. I just, I just didn't, I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoyed the episode. Don't get me wrong, but uh it, Albeit, you know, for the uh, ending, you know, the last few minutes, you know, it's not one that I would probably say, oh, I can't wait to even pick up. I'm still not going to, you know, pick it up and watch it again tomorrow or or the next day or something like that, except for the ending, if I want to go back and watch that again. So um, before we get to the ending, does anybody else have any other uh, thoughts on the story uh, before the ending? Not I. I well, Clarence, kind of set the stage. What happened, if you would, please, at the end of the episode? Uh, so at the end, we're back in the basement or dungeon, whatever you want to call it, with the vault. And um, Nordal is up to some funny business with the vault. I guess he's investigating it, trying to do something. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> and the doctor comes in and basically tells Nordal to, uh, to get out. <laughs> Go do it, whatever you do. I don't want to know what you do on your free time. Which was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, and after that, we see the doctor. I think he has Mexican or something food with him. Yep. And we hear mm-hmm. a piano playing, and he's talking to whatever it is in the vault. And he goes in, which I'm totally shocked by this because I thought they couldn't open it. Because whatever horror behind it could not be leashed, so <laughs> unleashed. So I, I don't know. I was immensely confused by this this scene. Actually, hey, Lee, what did you think? All the same, yeah. And and I know it's a, it's a cliffhanger. It's supposed to uh, have us sit up and say, "Wait, what?" And it worked. Hmm. That's what I did. I said, oh, "Okay, um, yeah, whoever or whatever is in there, they can play the piano." They play the piano, <laughs> and they and they played more than one song on the piano. And yes, <laughs> you know, purposely he says things that you know says something about children being hurt, and it's da 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 da, or something yeah. some kind. Of, um, I don't know. It, it it's it's kind of like what you guys said. It just kind of like I all right. Let me. Well, before I didn't even finish my thought, but I want to ask this: Do do we think that the that the doctor doesn't want Nordle to know that he can enter the vault. I think so. Mm. Or at least he, he doesn't want to, to hear um, criticism from Nordle about the fact that he's doing it. <laughs> Mama Nordle. Uh, yeah. Cause he, want, he doesn't want to hear from mom. Right. Yeah. Um, because what we've seen just in these what, four episodes, right? We've seen a trajectory of, of Nordle doing what he's told to Nordle griping about doing what he's told to being on the edge of rebellion. So 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> the the tension is growing between the two of them. Yeah. Do we think Listen about has a connection to Nordo in some way? Um, especially with his latest reaction um, to to the doctor showing up and telling him to get out. He just seems like he has some type of connection to whatever it is, in my uh-huh. opinion. Mm, yeah. Explain. Kind it, of elaborate. Could, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. That's what I'm, <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> right. what it could be. But it just, it just feel. I just kind of feel that way by his reactions. Yeah, well, certainly if he didn't before, he does now because we have to assume that that Nardal has been with the Doctor, watching this vault for whatever fifty years or whatever it is. Yeah, so, and, and you know, uh, when you asked that question, it, it made me wonder if Nardal's story does not end positively, and I don't mean that something tragic happens to Nardal. But let's assume for one moment that that he does not know that the doctor can enter the vault. And then once he finds out that he has been with the doctor guarding the vault or, you know, keeping it locked or keeping whatever's in away, does that in turn make him feel betrayed and in turn cause him to betray in some shape, form or fashion the doctor? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Could I'm happen. just, you know, speculating. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it does make me wonder once again, you know, not only uh, what's in the vault, but who's in the vault, which I know we've only got, this was episode four, so we've got, what, eight more episodes left? Yeah. Who could, yeah. Who could play the piano? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys know? Yeah, does Lee, does that sound, I couldn't think off my head. Uh, top of my head, so to speak, uh, who would have played the piano? I mean, I could assume that it sounds like it might be one person in particular, but did did any uh, thoughts come to you about who that might be? Oh, do you mean like, should should we be connecting that to somebody that we've seen and heard play the piano before? Perhaps. Do you remember anybody playing yeah. a piano? That doesn't, no, that, uh, yeah, that, that didn't... Um jog any uh, memories for me so we haven't seen we we haven't seen missy do it uh. right but considering what you know the change in the music to you know the comment about the hurt kids and the happy music playing then you know mm-hmm. that sounds like somebody was playing something nice to paraphrase well perhaps i don't maybe know so. yeah but the fun part I, is I, we get to speculate exactly but I'm standing my ground. I'm going to be really disappointed if it's John Sim or uh, <laughs> if, if it's master male or female in there. Uh, just because that's 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 too easy. That's the obvious answer. Yeah. You know? But, and, you, uh, you know, but, you know, that know. here here's my thought on that. And I will say that I'm going to have to uh, take some time to think about it and try to figure out, you know, what or who it might be. But once I figure it out, I promise you that one day I shall come back. Yes, <laughs> I shall come back and I shall tell you what uh, or who I think it might be. But until then, we'll just keep talking. <laughs> no, that, that was pretty good. I just got to say that that was pretty good. Go, Go me. <laughs> Sorry, I got to give my own self a little pat on the back for that one. Here you go. All right, well, guys, before we wrap, I want to uh, go over something. I did a poll in the Metro Whovians uh, Facebook page today, and I asked uh, for them to let us know if you enjoyed Episode 4, Knock Knock. And so far, out of the people who voted, uh, and that was about six hours ago, so there, you know, there's been about, well, obviously, six hours of voting time. Well, let me ask what you guys think. Out of, say, 10 votes, how many people loved it? How many people didn't like it? Hmm. What do you think? So it was a thumbs up, thumbs down kind of? Yeah, it was like a, either I loved it. Well, I also had a third one was it was okay, but nobody voted for that one. Oh, that's interesting. Because I, I was going to go, I was going to, if it was not binary, I was going to go with uh, it was okay straight down the line. Um, hmm. Wow. Six. So, but but it, I guess it's still possible it could be five and five. Right, right. 
So let's you know let's play the game of chance. What do you think? You're, yeah, you're go with five and five. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. All right, Clarence. What do you think it was? I'm gonna go with about forty-four, forty-four and sixty against. Okay. So I'm going to say, and I actually am kind of surprised by this. There were of the loved it category. There were nine votes out of ten. Wow. Didn't That's like it surprising. was, guess what? One out of ten. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I, well, I, it's I, like you're preaching to the choir in a way, but still. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, but hmm. that is surprising. You, you, you know, it's almost like I want to ask the question as a follow-up and say, <laughs> what made you like and rated, right. uh, uh, you know, that you liked it. And I would be a, I would bet money on this one that people would say I liked it because of Bill and the doctor. Yeah, although I can also imagine that, um, I mean, I know that, that the show does uh, do uh, some, some gross out things sometimes. And there is a large section of the population that really enjoys that. True. Um, I, I the, for me, it's just the bugs. I don't like that. When <laughs> it's been big snakes and things like that, I know that freaks some people. The you know what out, and and the big yeah. snakes don't bother me. And I enjoyed the effects. So so there may have been a lot of people who said, yeah, especially with those bugs, man. I like that part. I like the piles of bugs. Yeah. Mm. Wow, I'm I'm shocked by the the results. Yeah, me shocked. too. Me too. All right, so. Um, Let's give our final rating. So I'll go ahead and start and say I'm going to give it a 3.5. Lee, what do you say? Yeah, that's, that's – uh, you read my mind. How would you do that? I, I have those powers. I can read your mind. Uh, that's <laughs> just what I need is somebody who can read my mind. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never sleep again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I was thinking 3.5, exactly. There's so much about it that I liked, but uh, yeah, still some big um, big problems, too. So yeah, 3.5. All right, Clarence. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put this one firmly at a 3. Um, I don't want to be the uh, bearer of bad news, but <laughs> it's just I just did not enjoy this one very much. And only upon second watching that I really get gleamed any anything worthwhile out of it at all i mean i okay there's some points in it that were really good but just overall i think the story was not great uh it was slow which maybe it was meant to be slow because it is you know kind of uh, a, a one place uh story so i mean i don't know I, ju- I just did not enjoy it and uh i think it's squarely down the down the middle for me all right. Well, I think we have pretty much covered knock, knock, uh, who's there, no pun intended. So um, I, I will say one last thing about it, which is the uh, scene where the mother is taking um, the son and, you know, right before they bug out, the the, the motion that, uh, and say his name for me, Lee, I can't never say it right, David Suchet or Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. He did a very good job of doing it was actually a little sad the way he, you know, was, you know, being embraced by his mother and whatever. So so that, yeah, you know, I, I thought was good. So I'll leave that on a positive note. So. Wrapping up, um, Lee, where else can people find you? I encourage people to check me out at relativitypodcast.com where uh, scripts are coming together for the next uh, season, I guess. Batch, pile, heap, whatever <laughs> episodes. But, uh, yeah, we are, uh, with every tick of the clock, we're getting closer to uh, people actually having uh, episode 11 into their personal ear holes. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Relativitypodcast.com. Dot com. All right, Clarence, <laughs> where else may people find you? Yeah, if you're interested in tech, anime, and a whole lot more. Check out techpedition.com, uh, our most recent episode, which will come out in just a few hours here. Um, yeah, it's named uh, episode 14. Uh, I don't want to be Batman anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. so that explains the new, uh, the new um, Techpedition background on Facebook. Okay. 
Yes, yes, yes. A little precursor there. So yeah, that's uh, where you can check me out, techpedition.com. Kyle, what about you? What you working on, man? I well, other than getting our panel ready and doing some things for discussing who, Lee and I can also be found on Doctor Who Podshot. The latest episode, three thirty nine, reviewing the pilot, was released. I think on Sunday or yesterday, at one of the two. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Uh, visit podshot.net we've got two other recordings already in the bag lewis is just working on uh you know posting those and getting those edited so we should be back soon with more episodes but check them out at podshot.net and um guys unless you have anything else i think the appropriate thing to say is on behalf Well, I said, do you have anything else? And you just kept talking. Does anybody have anything else? (laughs) Not that it matters. No, it does matter. It absolutely matters. You'll, you'll, you'll strand me on a spaceship out in, uh, you know, infinity somewhere. So absolutely it matters. With your, with your oxygen running out. Exactly. Yeah, I will say I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, my God, that trailer looked amazing, especially after this episode. That was a downer. Yeah, and especially after we got some uh, we got some (laughs) insider dope about that from the from the screenwriter, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Discussing who. So, yeah, (laughs) which makes me want to watch it even more. Exactly. Oh, and um, one other programming note that I want to mention Mm -hmm. uh, before we have our review of Oxygen later this week. Uh, it's already in the bag. We just have not released it yet. We will have our review of Hulanta. It's just like a recap of Hulanta. And just want to give a little pre- preface of the audio. Uh, some of it was recorded actually at the convention. I was sitting between Clarence and uh, Lee, and we were talking about, I believe, the TARDIS uh, I, I believe is what we were talking about. So that uh, you've got some background noise going on. And then, of course, while Clarence and I were traveling, we did some recording. So just keep that in mind. But that's actually going to come out before our next review. So it should be out Friday or Saturday. So just be on the lookout for episode 46. And episode this episode, hopefully will go out, if not tonight, it will go out, you know, on Wednesday, which will be tomorrow, I believe, the 10th of May. Right. So, good deal. Yeah, a bonus episode. A bonus, bonus episode. So, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So, guys, on behalf of all three of us, we'll do this right this time. We will say (laughs) that we are out of here. You've been listening to the Discussing Who podcast. Discussing Who is made by fans for fans. No copyright infringement is intended. Show us your fans of the show by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter. You can find us on the web at www.discussingwho.com. Want more Discussing Who? Find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Player FM, the Doctor Who Podshock Alliance, and more. Send us your feedback to discussingwho at gmail.com, or if you'd like, simply record a voice message and send that to us via your smartphone, tablet, or computer. We want to hear from you.